Okay, I can't stop talking for that long. All right. <laughs> kind of birds outside. <clears throat> yeah. Nature, the like... ultimate brain down. <laughs> yeah i can't do the auto voice <laughs> yeah i love auto like when does he do that to uh, lisa Octo. accidentally broke his tape player because she was trying oh. to get his attention he's like lisa i could deal with your problems or i could listen to grand funk but i can't do, I can't both. do both so yeah. she like pulled on his and cord and it fell and he's like he's all, funk. funk yeah yeah but then he like hears the birds he's like nature the ultimate brain down there. You and, and Mark both have the same last names before marriage. Yes, but we are not related. It's a very common last name. It's like Jones or Smith. It's not either of those, but just to give, <laughs> yeah. an, give an example. <laughs> it's not Smith and Joan either. But, so it's basically like, what's awesome though is you hyphenate it, you know? So you're like Beth Smith Smith. You know, you know one of, one, <laughs> the place I was working right before we got married, the, one of the managers there, we were really cool. We got along really well and he was giving me crap about that he's like so are you gonna hyphenate your name <laughs> and so he, he started calling me by my hyphenated name till smith, i smith. quit yeah not even like your first name he was just like smith smith no my first name and then oh smith, okay smith, yeah so it does it like you know like your parent you know when you know you're in trouble when your mom calls you by your full name mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. i think uh, i've called you by your full name before like when you did something that pissed me <laughs> when, off. I, when i'm being a job like uh Jive ass turkey. But now you say quit jiving me turkey. Say quit jiving me turkey. You gotta sass it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Quit jiving me turkey. You gotta do with that black exploitation voice. You know, like I like wearing bell bottoms too, but I know I digress. So yeah, you guys have the same name, which is very very cool. But so you were talking about like, well that'll be your your substitute names, your Smith kids. So like you and your brother. And his friend, when you reference Simpsons, and he's like, oh, you, you dang Smith kids. So, like, if you were there with your husband, he'd be like, oh, you dang Smith kids. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, but it's not, though. You know? But, like, Smith kids, but with two different sets of parents. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like, so people just get confused, you know. Because once you start uh, complicating those things, it gets confusing. It's funny because my brother's friend who said that, we hadn't seen, like, there was a period of time where we didn't see him for a long time. He kind of got really, he, he had already been doing drugs but he got like really bad into drugs then he went to rehab and he came back and he's actually doing something with his life now oh. and so um he was hanging out we were all hanging out together and lily was running mm -hmm. around we were at my mom's house we we're uh watching a baseball game i might believe that out but your daughter was running around well i've been referenced her before probably but... i'm very inconsistent okay I, I, my I, daughter I... was running around so we're at my mom's house my daughter is running around he hadn't seen us since you know we had her and he He's like, um, her and my husband went outside to play and he's like, so where did she come from, man? And I was like, well, you see, when a man and a woman love each other, <laughs> That's <so much laughs> they fun. just start laughing. He's like, oh, I walked right into that, didn't I? <laughs> so he's one of those that, it's not like he's clear cut, but he's definitely not like that sarcastic sort of. He's not as sarcastic as we are. Yeah. Yeah. He's... So he's trying to be sincere, like, or he's just trying to be like a. You know, kind of um, friendly, just like, hey, where'd she come from? Yeah. Almost a rhetorical question. It was a rhetorical mm -hmm. question. Yeah, yeah, it was a rhetorical question. you were like, I can't just <laughs> let this like, Yeah, he walked right into it. Like, like uh, when a man we always a say, uh, if you're going to put your head under the bus tire, I got to put that bus in gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I never heard that before. I like that. We, we use that a lot. So. Where's that from? I, I think 
I think Mark came up with that. Oh, really? If, if not, if it is some, from something, I don't know what it is. Some, but some he says true. it all the time. Like, when people walk into yeah. a joke, you know, just set put their up. foot right in their mouth. And he's like, you put your head under that tire. I'm going to put that bus in gear. Yeah, well, you know, when they say real dumb things like, uh, oh, I didn't know you're not supposed to microwave uh, cutlery. And it's like, well. <laughs> I did have a conversation like that before with somebody. I panic a lot of times where I'm preparing a plate <laughs> or something. I'm like, whatever you do, don't leave the the steel utensil in the bowl. <laughs> and it's almost like part of me is like, like I, I could hear the subconscious was like, I'm going to leave the steel. Like, don't you dare. Like, don't do that. To <laughs> it's me, like you know? when Homer has conversations with his brain. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, my favorite too gag is when you say the the quiet thing loud and then you say, you know, you keep the, and it's like, these morons will never even know I stole the money. And it's like, <laughs> like, I guess it's time for me to leave. And it's like, wait, I say the loud thing. Quiet or the quiet thing loud. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it's already five minutes, six minutes. It's so, oh, well. <laughs> uh, this is Tony Shava, your jive-ass alien with co-host. BTSD, Beth the Supreme Deity. Beth the Supreme Deity. And this is our um, our sort of wrap-up episode where we're going to sort of summarize. This is, I guess, the 11th. We've done 10 episodes. This is kind of summarize. Almost, we're not entirely sure where we're going to go after this. So this is our sort of um, our wrap-up. It's almost, I did a summary in the beginning of what this show was about. And this will be sort of the complement or the more refined version of that. So, and Let's kind of see where where we've come since then. Yeah, see how much we've grown and matured, and you know. Uh, the answer is none. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just spoiler alert. So, in case you're taking notes, just like put a giant X to that. Like we've learned nothing. We've changed nothing. We just kind of had a conversation where you're doing dealing with something not in serious or nothing, but you're almost trying to be a better person. We're just trying to improve oh, yeah, on, yeah. On, on some of your flaws, and you know we're we're in our um, uh, young thirties, both. No, we're in our mid thirties. We have a mid thirty uh, life crisis, mm-hmm. uh, and just to throw it in there too, because I I don't put in a lot of episodes because I kind of don't. It doesn't really feel important, and I I was really stringent about in the beginning of the shows where I don't want to date this these episodes, but you know we're going through this crazy thing in twenty twenty now, um, so it's kind of okay, but. We're right at the end of September, uh, starting October here in 2020. So, you know, the whole... It's my time of year. Yeah, and, and so we're going to do something like that, uh, something about that special. Uh, but that's kind of the, the era we're in. And so we're finishing up our 10 episodes, and we're kind of seeing where we're going to go, but um, I almost kind of forgot we are recording, to be honest. <laughs> I was just like, Are we? we <laughs> but so the other day, you know, we are talking about that, and... Uh, when I turned 25, it's I was in a real bad place as always, but I thought of it, it's my quarter-life crisis. Like, mm-hmm. I legit, like, sliced it into it because, <laughs> you know, it's, so when you hit the stereotype, your, your midlife crisis, you know, if you're in a relationship, it's usually the guy because he's the D-bag, right? But he, you know, he dumps his family. He finds a young buck, some blonde who's like half his age. Gets himself a convertible and a hairpiece. Yeah. And... yeah, he gets hair plugs um, or a wig or a toupee, whatever. Um, and it's kind of weird that he'll immediately, the stereotype is go for a girl, uh, half his age, because one, it doesn't really matter. You're, you're, uh, you're, if you're making a ton of money or a little bit of money, you're just somehow able to, to fulfill that and find somebody that's going to, you know, just because you drive like, um, hell, a, a Chrysler LeBaron made a convertible, you know what I mean? <laughs> and if you know about vehicles, that is not a great car, but the fact that you get a convertible like that, it's 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 within your price range. I don't care how dopey you are, 
Or he can even do the very tacky, um, take a sawzall to the roof and cut it off, you know. My mom used to have a convertible bowl. I hated that thing. It was a pain what? in the ass. Convertible what? Uh, Toyota Solara. Yeah, see, those are like funky convertibles. Um, I was thinking, what's the but one? It was, it was, it was terrible because you couldn't hear the radio. Your hair got messed up. There was nothing you can do to, you know, like roll the windows up that. or anything, like to reduce the wind. It's like, it's, it's just not fun. Well, and I've had, I currently have a convertible BMW, not to <clears throat> brag, but douche. <laughs> BMW. Yesterday I was driving. Uh, through Fresno, shout out to Fresno. This is where all the Fresnos like make noise and get all excited. Cause like, woo, <laughs> no I live there. Ca- no one cares. <laughs> yeah, like shut up, dude. Like, it's like, oh crap, they're in the same town as me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I might, I might run into these douchebags. <laughs> anyway, who's the douchebag? Us or you? It's for you to decide. All I gotta say is look in the mirror, you know, and look in the mirror, you'll find your answer. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, but yesterday I was driving and there was a BMW in front of me. I think it was a car. And I think we're getting on arm ramp. I want to say for a BMW is a car, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I Googled it. Talk about walking right into it, right? <laughs> I mean, putting your head under that bus. I didn't even show you on that little uh, mix board. It has the, the um it has the Oh, does it? Oh, I we forgot. Gotta use yeah, it. Sure. I showed you all the goofy shit. Anyway. Anyway. Um and behind me was like an SV BMW. And we're all driving like douchebags, which is funny. Like I'm trying to take <laughs> Who's over the, the douchey douchebag. Yeah, who is it? You know, that's a good game show. Like, who is the douchiest douchebag? <laughs> like, we have three BMW drivers. Let's watch. And so we're sitting there trying to like to. And I'm one of those. I just don't like to be crowded, right? Like, I either want car in front of me, like far in front of me, or car behind me, like far behind me, just because of I've had you a get that cushion. Yeah, I want that little safety zone. And right now with the whole virus thing going on supposed to keep your sorry ass at home. I don't think the uh, social distancing applies to your car thing. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> hey, it's not even a minute between setting myself up, man. Man, Beth has, Beth's had coffee. I, I've had coffee. Oh, you're having coffee. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> so she, she's got the zingers in. She's got like a, do you want me Zing. to, do you want me to be honest and heartfelt and, you know, the more you know and inspire young minds? Or do you want me to hit some zingers? Like, we're hitting some <laughs> zingers. zingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's another Bat- uh, Batman. There's another Simpsons, Simpsons reference. Yeah. I think with other people, I'd have more Batman references too. So we just mm. kind of go through it. Um, so it's, let's stop killing time. So, all right, 10 episodes in. Beth, you kind of, seven episodes, roughly seven episodes over was almost just kind of my life and my little inconsistencies or, or uh, abnormalities that I've kind of gone through. And then, you know, we did sort of where we kind of connected, right? The storage mm. areas. So anything unusual that popped up that you just said like, Oh, I never knew. I mean, I've told you some of my life, but there's something that completely, uh, other than me being a big Manson fan, because I don't know why that, that was the funny thing. Yeah, I, I totally didn't peg you for a Manson fan. I mean, when we worked together, you were always talking about liking metal and stuff, but you never mentioned, or not that I can remember, mentioned yeah. Marilyn Manson. So that's that's well, why I mean, it kind of so took me off, off. Well, there's so many nuances. I mean, you know, I'm a big Tool fan. I'm a big... Um, that was for you. I kind of paused. I gave you a moment to say, like, well, you're a big tool. But yeah. <laughs> she was like, eh, it's too easy. Like, yeah, I'll let him off this <laughs> But a big Manson fan. Uh, I think big, I've made that joke already, though. That was a big tool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, it wasn't related to the band, but yeah, probably. Like, I think I, I've been called a big tool by you way more times than by anybody else <laughs> in my lifetime. So put that in your in your hat and smoke it. I don't know. No, I feel special. <laughs> the Forrest Gump. Um, <laughs> Damn, he threw me off for that. You like Tool, you like Manson. 
so when I've gone through bad, like kind of real dark periods, music's big. Another episode we're gonna do. Music's a big kind of part of uh, like what helps me out, and along with drugs and that, but more that's a, a healthier alternative. But Tool, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Radiohead, I like a lot. And just yesterday, because a, a, a new song has popped up, but Deftones. So I kind of like that. Oh wow, that takes me back. That <laughs> takes me back to freshman year. <laughs> What's well, funny, you know, we, I think just your your tastes have shifted, but like a lot mm-hmm. of the bands, like they're still coming out. You know, Deftones is you not. Know, me and Mark it. were having a conversation about that the other day. We were we were talking about Kitty. Do you remember Kitty? They came they came out like probably my sophomore year. It's a all girl metal group. Oh, oh, was it Kitty? Because they I'm trying to think of one of their songs or something. Like well, it's very like like that, right? Like um. Not death metal, but like um, kind thrash of. metal, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's two voices, right? Because you have like yeah. Uh, there's the main singer, and there's a main uh backup singer that does, or one per- girl that does all the backup singing. One of their singles, the Into scene. the Darkness. I don't know. When I know one of their singles were was Paper Doll and Brackish. Yeah, I'm bad with names, and I haven't heard them in a while. But yeah, go ahead. but anyway, we were talking about them because I I have this playlist on my. You, my YouTube accounts, the only song I like by that band. Oh, okay. And I was really into them when I was a, younger, but, you know, kind of grew out of them. So what's But I song? still still like that. What? What's the song? The Brackish. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, we were talking about them. They're like, you know, they're, they kind of, Mark's like, they kind of, or my husband's like, they kind of disappeared and like stopped doing something. It's like, well, all these bands we say disappeared. I don't <laughs> think they did. It's just we stopped paying attention. Yeah, you guys don't. Yeah, yeah it doesn't interest us anymore, so we don't follow them. And we looked it up, and yeah, they're still doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm. I'll send you the. This is the one that I know them, but just because we're well, not right now. I mean, don't look at mm-hmm. it now. But this is the one that I know from. Um, it was an MTV Headbangers Ball. Oh, um, I remember that. My well, goodness. Well, those are cool. Well, so they put out albums, and um, it's cool because the first disc is sort of like the the uh, mainstream bands. Mm-hmm. So this is like early 2000s, one of the one of my favorite ones, but it has like Slipknot on there, Iron Maiden. They, they do a thing where they throw in like a classic, so they'll be like, I don't know what they did exactly, but Judas Priest or Black Sabbath one, mm-hmm. amongst like the newer bands. So it's basically like the the pillars of the metal community or rock community. Because Headbangers Ball, it's headbanging music. It's like hair metal, death metal. Um, they, they play stuff like that too, like Deftones, but... Um, so they'll throw in like these mainstream bands, and then the second disc is usually like small time bands or mm-hmm. up and coming bands. Up and comings, or and th- that's kind of cool because you know I hear bands because I'm a big Slipknot fan too. Still, um, yeah, like oh. um, Corey Taylor. All right, this is gonna turn into a whole music music game. episode. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let's just get past that. But so they do a lot of cool mix, and so I hear songs that I'm familiar with in disc one, and then the second disc is like, oh, that's weird, and they do a lot of like faster stuff and you know more rap rap rock stuff and, and kind of a, a nice mix of stuff um, there's a episode of um metal Alcalypse where um two of the members try to start their own label and they sign this band it's like you know rap rock with the dj and they bring them to the house and they're like someone want to tell these guys what decade this is <laughs> why because the dj yeah because it's like so late 90s and this is you know, like, like mid two thousands. Like yeah, someone, it's someone, someone weird with like trends and 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 you know, um, the thing I was thinking of like uh, yeah, that's them popular stuff. Where do you recognize that song though? No, this might have been after I stopped listening. Yeah, early two thousands, I think. And um, yeah, they're, they're real cool. I kind of I forgot about them really, but um, 
Mm. Yeah, it's cool. I, we could talk a lot more about music because there's a lot of stuff that yeah. I have <laughs> philosophy about music. But so, I guess that's kind of I keep slapping the crap out of this. Uh, <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's what she said. Oh my gosh, Beth! Come on, man. I'm a, I'm mute this out. No, <laughs> the shit out of this. Um, <laughs> well, that's what you learn how immature we, we are. But um, I never said I was mature. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your fault for thinking that. Yeah. But it, so I brought up, and I know my sister's real frustrated with this, but I haven't. I had a good conversation with my dad, and it cleared up a lot of stuff with me. I mean, for years now, I haven't been as angry with him, and. So one of the early episodes, I think we had talked about this in, in, in actual life before, but how I felt kind of abandoned by my family. That's where that, that rift between me and my family, and mm-hmm. it, it's all me too, right? It's just how I interpret it. And so the conversation with my dad, it cleared up so much of it. And that's that classic where you, I only got my side of the story. So it's, you know, my, I forgot how that phrase goes, but like my story is my story. And, you know, his story is his story or some shit like that, where basically there's more than one side to every story, right? Right. And I'm I'm much better now at sort of being open to that, you know, because I'm a stubborn, annoying guy. It's almost like, well, my truth is the truth and that's it. You're like, you're, you're shaking your head, so it's going to fall off your head if you shake any, any harder. Yeah, you can't, you guys can't see me. You go, mm-hmm. But she's like, you're just nodding your head like, mm, like you're preaching to the choir, man. But uh, I get it. I get it. He was like, like uh, and the sky and, and the cow goes moo. What else is obvious? But Cow. Move. Yeah, like, ooh, taking notes, like, hmm. Or, you know, um, those birds go tweet. Birds go tweet. Or I was thinking the one where, like, people, and I can't stress this enough, put your garbage into a garbage can. I can't stress this enough. Like, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) Garbage in garbage can. Like, "Hmm, (laughs) makes sense. Uh, (laughs) But so that's kind of where it's the way I used it, I guess, that whole alienation where. I kind of develop my own voice and that's kind of that, that, that we're just like how the contradictions, right. Where I said that I don't like, I'm a big sort of anti-authority type guy, but I joined the military mm-hmm. and that's, I'm pretty good at sort of testing my, my ideals. Like I'm one of those that I have beliefs and philosophies, but I want them to be challenged, you know? And that's why, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're not, um, like you don't listen to a lot of metal stuff anymore. Um, not as much, but I can still appreciate it. Or, or you're aware of it anyway. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not. You're not like uh, what the hell is that, man? Uh, stuff with me is some of the stuff makes sense, or there's stories, and you know, I, I kind of mess with you about like Disney stuff, and I generally mm-hmm. don't carry it away. But I'm, I'm more than willing to kind of listen to you talk about it to sort of get your perspective on it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very good. I like to hear. Um, the objections like i don't i don't think that uh, i believe ford makes the best car <laughs> no because <laughs> you know what they say about ford fix it again tony like, <laughs> try that again <laughs> did we do that last time i don't think so but yeah that was from king of the king hill, hill yeah. it's like <laughs> that's a fiat nail <laughs> you're thinking of a fiat man. god i love that show man uh, but so even though I have these beliefs, it's sort of what keeps me kind of grounded in, in reality. Holy shit, man. Keep grounded in reality. Sometimes I have to go back. That's what I said. Um, he said, oh, shit, man. I thought you meant you didn't hit record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what is all this? Uh, it's like, oh, shit, all this time we weren't recording. <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? The light doesn't have to be on, does it? Um, <laughs> But that's how I strengthen kind of my beliefs, right? I, I want them to be challenged. I don't want somebody to just go along. You know, I don't want yes men. I don't want somebody to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, you're right, you're right, right. Uh, most of the time when I kind of get into discussions 
when people agree with me, I don't like it. Like it's almost like hey, that's, man, that's um, that can be admirable because some people get some people get so rooted in their beliefs that if anyone says anything counter to that, they get really mad. They want their head on a spike. Or yeah, something. they they're yeah they're ready to grab their pitchforks and their torch and come after you full force. And like I could constantly bring up stuff like um you know rap stuff or, or something that you're completely not aware of but at the same time you're willing to at least hear it mm-hmm. you're not necessarily gonna sit there and take a, a crash course in it but it's like oh, you know if you could explain it like by all means just go ahead you might have your beliefs on it but you know by all mm-hmm. means just the share share differences in it and so everyone has their own opinions yeah i, I kind of have this little uh i don't know saying or what but opinions are like assholes. Like, not everyone wants to see yours all the time. You know I mean? <laughs> so it's not that everyone has one, and most of the time they stink. Yeah, most of the time they stink. Oh, I never heard that one. Yeah, you I never heard like, that one? I always knew, like, everyone has one, but I, I, it was too empty to me. I didn't think of that. Like, and, you know, everybody stink. That's more, I guess, pessimistic, you know, because it's almost like, they all suck. And it's like, well, what about yours? No, mine's pretty good. Like, yeah, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, jackass. But no, um, not everyone needs to see yours all the time, you know, because there's... Yeah. When I'm in a group setting, and I'm I'm much better at it now, where I was always kind of one of those where I'd always try to one-up people. You know, somebody has a story like, oh, yeah, my mom died. Like, oh, yeah, where my mom and her mom died at the same time. You know, it's one of those like, <laughs> all right, thanks. We're at my mom's wake, but you you have to bring up your shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those trying to, every time we'd be in discussions, I always want to be the smartest guy in the room. I always want to be the, and that goes and back I to. I hate people like that. It's like, no matter what you say, they always have a story and it's always up. better than yours. Yeah, you want to. You're trying to talk to them to sort of for them just to listen. And so I, I try to be one of those especially sympathetic because you know my anxieties and my depressions and stuff. That like, hey, just let me. And I have to bite my tongue all the time. And as much as I talk, you would be complete like, no, you don't, you jack. But like, no, I, I have to just sort of like because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to convert nobody. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to win their vote. Just like, fuck it, just hold on to your opinions if I disagree or not. And that comes to everything with you know. um astrology or one of the stuff like i'll read about your horoscope but does that mean i absolutely believe it no does that mean i absolutely think it's garbage like no it's just it's just something to do i guess i don't know so like don't do drugs do horoscope i don't <laughs> fucking know um weird al made a song called that's your horoscope for today and it's hilarious everyone should go listen to it oh man see now i gotta i gotta get on that we gotta do a, should we just do a, a weird you know what he seems like a cool enough guy i'll try to reach out to him i've had these fantasies so did of, you ever never really listen to him until i came home i knew of him but it's just the parody thing i'm not that big of a like a fan mm-hmm. of but i i definitely could appreciate him but i got so much like i'm one of those i there's so much stuff that that i'm really into that i haven't even discovered or um explored yet that it's hard for me to just kind of go up. But, I, like, when you send me a link, I'm more than willing to, like, hear it just to kind of see what's up, you know, and, uh, and that's why, like, a lot of the songs that... Traffic. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're recording this in the, in the in this empty highway. Like, there's no cars because the whole mm-hmm. COVID, so, you know, it's free space, you know. And we get it, it get us out of the house, whatever. <laughs> Some um, fresh air. Now that the uh, smoke is cleared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wildfire's cleared up. Mm. Man, like, the first week... Oh, and I was out camping right at that time. There's one big. I was thing. wondering if you ever went camping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We never talked about it, but mm. no, that weekend I was in camp. So on the drive back is when we saw the plumes of smoke, mm. and so we were right in front of the fire. And so I was with my best friend and his three bros, or his three brothers, not his three bros, his three brothers. Um, just a couple bros. Actual family. I don't know where it's from, but like just a couple bros, you know, uh, 
gaining it out, just hanging out. You know, just, it out. Just, we're all in speedos, whatever. Rock out with your cock out. You rock out with your cock out. Which just like a couple of bros just hanging it out. And there was a little kid around, so we can do that. It was one of their stepdad kids. But um, we were right in front of the fire almost. And, you know, for like two weeks, three weeks now, people can go there now. And I know, I think you'll send me open up. But so I was talking to people about it. And a couple years back, one of the other fires, because, you know, we have wildfire seasons. Every summer. Every summer. It's fucking we depressing. We have yeah. wildfire seasons. That's kind of just yeah. dumb on me this week. It just, it hits so close. This one was like one of the closest Yeah, ones. that I think that's why it bothered us so much. Because it's, it's like literally right there. <laughs> yeah, you just looked at the cloud. It's like, why is the clouds coming from the ground up? And it's yeah. much darker and sooter. And, it's um, like when they're, before they really got any containment on the blaze, like I was driving on the 168 heading out to Clovis and it was just this wall of smoke. I, I was actually surprised I didn't see actual orange. Flames. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get like to where they basically were not allowing you to go any further? Or did, was there, no, no. Because it was right before that. Yeah. It was around Herndon is where I was getting off. I was going to the Joanne store and. Oh, okay. So, but I, I didn't like go out, try to go out to the mountains or anything. But yeah, because you, when you're on the freeway, you're up above, you know, the elevation. The yeah. elevation so yeah. you can see over all the buildings. And yeah, it's, when, once you look out, you know, out east, it's just this big wall. Like, just smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I put pictures on, I think some of them were for some of the episodes, but um, where the sun was basically behind a wall, you know, it was mm-hmm. just hazy. And then uh, last week, it was broken up a little bit. It was still, like, brownish, but it's almost, like, kind of hopeful or whatever. And so a couple years back, too, and maybe two other times, we've gone camping. And immediately afterward, basically, those campgrounds are gone because my buddies told me, like, hey, remember where we camped there? And like, they're gone. As so I started thinking, like, somehow we're responsible for it. Like, everywhere we go camping, like, the place gets burned <laughs> down time later. I was, I was giving my friends crap about it because, like, Literally, like, two or three days before the blaze started, they were in Shaver. Oh, and I was really? like, what'd you guys do? They're like, we didn't do anything, I swear. They're like, why are your hands covered in lye and bleach? Like, you sat there and <laughs> cleaned all the evidence yeah, out. like, you guys go to Shaver, and then all of a sudden, it's, you know, ups in flames. <laughs> yeah. Remember you told me that at um, Table Mountain that you lost big, and now the place burned down? Like, that's a little suspect. <laughs> sitting there. And, you know, like... Like, why do you want to be a butterfly? Nobody, you know, nobody suspects, suspects butterfly. the butterfly. <laughs> All right, I think we met our Simpsons quota for the day. We're we're barely tw- almost thirty minutes in. Um, hmm. What was the purpose of this episode again? <laughs> so, what's your favorite Simpsons episode? No, we'll, we'll totally do like a, a hundred part Simpsons series. I'm sure we could get just like the whole episode just Simpsons quotes. Yeah, let's just cancel this show. It's not going to be about aliens anymore. It's just going to be about some hell. It could be about King and Krotos and then uh, yeah. Krotos, 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 Kane and Krotos. I think I mixed Krotos because uh, uh, from the video game God of War, Kro- Kronos, uh, Kratos, Kratos. <laughs> Kratos. No, Krotos is the god of time or the. I think he's a big, time. big god. Well, he's he's yeah, yeah, chronologically or something. Yeah, I don't know. Kronos. Uh, your Greek mythology is better than mine, I think. Um, so let's just kind of fill in a couple. Bl- one big, it's a big part of me that I completely sort of neglected, whatever, but. Uh, so growing up, one big quirk of me, I don't know if you know about this, Beth, but I can't swim. Like, really? I've tried swimming, and I've ne- so I've nearly drowned. Through my lifetime, I've nearly drowned, like, five times for sure, like, real solid ones, and maybe two more. I think I'm too waterlogged to remember, but mm. um, there's a couple. Like, the very first one, I was a real young kid. Um, I-, I think it was only me and my, my the oldest sister, 
and I have this vague memory of my dad tossing me at the beach, like in LA somewhere, tossing me in the wave to try to like, you know, the, the old classic, just throw him in and it's either swim sink or, or sink swim. Or swim. Yeah. Which is kind of like a very fucked up way to go. It's like, it's, it's very I can similar. see that you doing that in a pool where <laughs> he can dive in real quick and save you. Not the ocean. Not no. the ocean where you could get taken away. <laughs> I don't even thought of that too. <laughs> what do they call that when you get in the undertow? or The what? undertow, yeah. Yeah. Was like, um, I don't know why, but here's here's a tip: like swim. Um, don't try to swim against the current. Swim side, you know, alongside the shore until you find like a pocket or something. I've read that before. So I, you know, take that. Do you know how to swim, Beth? I do, just not very well. But enough to like, where you... I can I can doggy paddle and I can I can make my way through through water. I don't like swimming beneath the water. Yeah. I'm not a very good swimmer either. When I was yeah, when I was a kid I nearly drowned. I thought I had my life vest on and I went to jump in my uncle's pool mm. and I didn't have my life vest on. At all? At all. Oh, yeah. I thought you just did a buckle. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't have it on. And uh I went under and I'm trying to get my head back above water and I can see my mom just you know, running out full force from the house and grabbing me. <laughs> Were you? Who else was in the pool with you? Or who I, I was out there by myself. I had oh, snuck shit. away because because yeah. we were out there swimming every Fourth of July. We went to my uncle's house to swim. Okay, that was the only time of the year we really got to swim. Yeah, and um, so we were there and we had been swimming and we went inside to eat or something. And uh, I I wanted to go back in the pool. So you I didn't just wait kinda... the half hour after you ate. Come on, Beth. That's no. the old wives' too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, so I went back out to the pool and I guess they didn't realize I was going out there and I just jumped right in, forgot to put on my little floaty thing. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you need to actually put it on. You're like, as you're running, you're like, uh, all right, pool, check. Me, check. Like, <laughs> as, as you jump there. I feel like I'm forgetting something. You're like, uh, uh, life vest, safety vest. And you're like, yeah, probably hit the water. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know. I guess that scarred me or something. Because if I'm in a pool and I can't feel the pool beneath my feet, yeah, that's a, I, I start to like get panic kind of attacks. Panicky. Yeah. What was the last time you were in enough body of water where you could like kind of pick your your feet up so you're you're floating? You know, when's the last time you were? Well, I mean, I could be in a pool and treading water, but only for a short period of time. Like See, if I'm if I'm swimming, obviously you can't feel the yeah the pool under your feet because your feet are back but once i stop i want to be able to you know feel that there's something beneath me like if you stop you stop moving you want to be like a, a set place yeah yeah exactly what aren't you know aren't you supposed to be buoyant that's what i don't understand like when people are in water like just when, pe- when i see people in water and they're not moving my brain just like it just like starts fracturing fracturing you know it's like what the hell's going on they're not moving but they're not sinking i don't understand that I tried the last time I tried I was in a pool and this was like eighteen years ago. That's how long I haven't been in water. So when's the last time you were like actually in a body of water like that? Oh, um not that long ago because my f- my friend's um mom has a really nice pool. Oh, and uh so we'll we'll go hang out, we'll go um usually I just sit on the steps. Oh, okay. And uh you know, just 'cause or you just you want know, to float float around, you know, get the get the water up to my neck. Yeah. So I don't get bit by mosquitoes too much and just kind of float around. But I don't actually, you know, try and do laps or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I haven't been in water. It's just one. So around that period, too, like high school, 
All right, so my dad tried to drown me. I'm just going to say He tried to drown me. It, it didn't work. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. He had to pull me out of there. And so the thing is, I've nearly drowned all these times, and not one of those times was it was I scared. It's just like my brain just can't. So people think right away, immediately think, oh, so you're, you're scared of something. Like, I just can't get, like, mechanically, I can't make it. Like, I, I suck with cars. Like, I, I'm not good at a mechanic. I could do certain little things like oil change and stuff, but I just can't get it down. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like that where my brain just is like, Nah, you're welding. I suck at welding in high school. I was trying to welding, so it just feel like I can't get it done. Um, sometime like when I was twelve or thirteen, we were in Bakersfield, uh, visiting some family, and I remember we went to a lagoon. I guess there's mm-hmm. a famous lagoon in Bakersfield. Well, I remember we were in the lagoon, and me, because I'm a rebel, like I was kind of getting away from the family and stuff, and so I was uh, in this spot where there was like uh, reeds sticking out, right? So mm-hmm. it was kind of, I don't know, there was like. Um, grass tall grass and, and i was kind of hanging out by myself and i started kind of walking outward and you know my feet were touching the ground so i could feel the the, gra- the sand and stuff but something happened where i kind of got distracted and i slowly started kind of drifting away mm-hmm. well i got to a point where i realized like wait like feet- the current started taking you yeah or something because i mean it's a lagoon right so the water's still I mm-hmm. think. I, I'm, I'm not i'm not a archaeologist man i don't know but i'm sitting there in the water and it kind of like <laughs> i was being distracted thinking like wait a minute like I can't touch the ground. And so I kind of started bobbing. And so now I'm like, oh, shit, what I do? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to swim, right? And my family's, like, on the other side of the fucking lagoon. And no, there's nobody around me. Like, nobody's watching this poor idiot, like, <laughs> just floating away. Well, somehow what I started doing was I started, like, I was right at the edge of where the reeds were growing. So I started grabbing onto them. And I was, I used my, talk about being, like, completely inept. But I'm pulling myself by my upper body. And my feet are just like, well, I guess we're just dead weight to you, man. Because so mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I'm pulling my head. And finally, I was almost walking on my hands. Like, I was holding my breath and, and kind of, like, keeping my head up above water and pulling the reeds and I and slowly I reached where like my feet could touch the sand and I like walked I walked out of the lake which is stupid it just <laughs> cracks me up but I, you know I saved myself and it was like yeah I almost drowned like nobody gave a shit you know what I mean <laughs> hey what's up guys what are you guys doing like uh, we're just you know eating some watermelon like yeah I nearly drowned and I saved myself but you know NBD <laughs> don't want to brag yeah like <laughs> it's like just spitting up fish and water like don't want to brag but you know or big old algae sticking on my head or whatever. <laughs> um, but but so the most significant one that I had, holy shit, dude. The most significant one I have, <laughs> I'm all angry, <laughs> was in, um, I just did it again, dude. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> I keep knocking the microphone. I keep slapping it hard. Okay. Um, it was in, I was in s- sophomore year? Yeah, it was my sophomore year because we lived in a little town, Monroe, Oregon. And I, I met a friend there that he was from, Southern Oregon, it was, it's crazy because he was from Southern Oregon, and he moved to like uh, just north of Eugene, it was called Monroe, Oregon, uh, so Central Oregon, maybe two, three hours from where he was born, uh, Grants Pass, s- uh, Southern Oregon, but he was very much, he was alienated, like he, I remember he was picked hard in school, so he's he's an Oregonian, and he's still like treated like an outsider, it was, it was very strange to me. Um, but he's one of those that didn't get along with people, and for some reason, you know, I'm an outsider too, so we hung out. And he had his friend, uh, his name was, uh, who cares about name drop? His name was Steven. I've even looked him up on Facebook and stuff years ago because I knew his last name. But I couldn't find him. It was like, mm-hmm. he's one of those that didn't um, you know, stick to social media and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember his brother, there was, he, this was 99, the, yeah, uh, 1999. So that's technology, uh, computers, internet wasn't as... Um, ubiquitous as it is now mm-hmm. but his brother was very nerdy and stuff like that but he was very cool we got along real fine 
Uh, he had his friend called Forrest. His name was Forrest. The first time I read this was before, before Forrest Gump or after Forrest Gump. It was after Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I wasn't aware of it. But this ties into sort of the Weird Al stuff because I remember he was a big Adam Sandler fan, mm-hmm. and Adam Sandler has all these, um, you know, the, the famous the Hanukkah song mm-hmm. and the Lunch Lady song. Yeah, yeah. So he has all these like parody songs. Yeah, and. For some reason, like one time, he, he uh, Stephen, uh, my friend, our mutual friend, lived just down the road from me. And this dude lived in the forest. He lived in the mountains. But he came down like looking for Stephen, and Stephen wasn't around. So he came to my our house, and we're hanging out in the in the, the front porch. And I, didn't, you know, he was kind of I didn't know him that well. But for some reason, he started. We started talking about, or he started talking about Adam Sandler. But he started singing the songs like full blown. Like <laughs> it was just weird because I'm sitting there completely awkward. And if you ever watched like a, a reality TV or something where the person has this look on his face where they're just kind of being polite, mm-hmm. just that was me for. It felt like for a long time, and he's sitting there just like singing. And I'm just like. In, in my mind, it was like he was serenading me. It was fucking weird, man. <laughs> he's just singing along his his. And so that's was kind the of, music playing at all, or he was just doing no. It he was himself. just acapella. Yeah, that's what's even worse, right? So, and I'm just sitting there, and he's like full blown loud. He's loud. And I'm just thinking, like, oh man, this is just fucking weird. You know man. where his passions were? I guess, but it was just we weren't on drugs or nothing. It just completely made it fucking weird. <laughs> one time. <laughs> yeah, the one time. I'm, well, that was that was before I kind of really started experimenting mm-hmm. with drugs. Drugs were hard to find in Monroe. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> it, it just I remember. Well, I won't tell that story. I'll, I'll leave that for a drug episode. But so he's saying and this was a kind of kid where, the middle of summer he would wear trench coats. He was one of those mm. like uh, goofy kids where just it was almost try to be weird for the sake of being weird. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to finish up the story, um, so one day it was the three of us. It was on the weekend, and his mom, uh, his mom was his mom liked me a lot because. You know, oh, her son finally had a friend, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I go to his house once in a while. But we drove up to Corvallis, which was like 40 minutes, an hour from north of where we live at, to a YMCA. I don't mm-hmm. know if people even know what those are still, because I, I don't I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Are it's they a, still around? There's, I see, I kept trying to find one here to go for classes and stuff, because it's where uh, you pay a, a small monthly fee and you have access to like a racquetball court. It's kind of neat because it's a physical activity, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so they had a, a real nice pool. I don't know if it was Olympic size or what, but they had a real nice pool. They had a, a sauna. So mom drops us off, the three of us there. We're hanging out all day. And the guys are like, you know, they want to jump in the pool. And I told them, oh, I don't know how to swim. It's like, dude, we'll show you how to swim. It's real easy. And so this, uh, you're already rolling your eyes. Like, I'm, I'm a dumb I'm man. like squinting because it's like, oh God, I know what's going on. Your, your peers, <laughs> like, hey, We'll show you. So this was the worst one, right? So we get this is the whole stretch, and this is, shows you how like I'm, like I'm not scared of it, right? So we of course we go in the deep end, and this is just gonna. So like of course you gotta. <laughs> this is getting worse and worse. Well, perfect then. I didn't even know how the story was gonna turn out. So we get in the deep end. There's nobody else in the pool because it's like they just opened it. We're there early. Other people are kind of going around the handball courts and tennis courts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the gym, uh, the weightliftings, weightliftings. That sounds awful. Uh, the weights. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we get in the deep end and, and, and they're like yeah it's real easy look dude so we're, we're we're hanging on there right we're hanging off the edge all three of us and they're like it's real easy man like don't even overthink it just whatever you do all you gotta do is just, just let go and then you push off with your feet push off the wall and then you just start going like it's, it's I mean you can make it easier for me and then you just start moving your arms in the arc and just like it's, it's real simple just just like wiggle your feet whatever it's easy so like and I'm like ah, it's, I mean it sounds pretty simple to me. And these guys know how to swim, so let's go. So we go like, all right, ready? One, two, three. And we push off, 
and I get like maybe three feet away from the wall or something, and I immediately sink like a stone. <laughs> so I go down, I hit the, I hit the, oh, I don't know, hit, but I, I hit the bottom, and I kind of bob up. And when I bob up, you know, I'm kind of like kind of trying to pull myself up out of the water, and I'm away from the edge. I can't reach it, right? So I pull myself up, and I and I look down the row, and they're like halfway down the the place. They're gone, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh man, we're, we're learning how to swim. It's fun. Just a couple of bros hanging out. Um, and and I go back down, and and I bob back up, and I see them there. They reach the other end, the shallow mm-hmm. end, right? And I bob back down, and I come back up, and they're looking at me. And it's kind of like, oh shit, he's not even nowhere near us. And so I, I thought go you back were down. behind us the whole time. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And of course, you know, I'm I'm taking in water. I'm starting to kind of you know lose consciousness. Like everything's kind of like get and I, and of course you know your body's losing oxygen, so it's getting harder for me. And so the last time I bob back up. And I see them frantically swimming towards me. Mm-hmm. And, and if he dies, we are going to be in so much trouble. Yeah, I'm sure it was kind of like <laughs> if they revoke our YMCA membership, this will be bullshit. And and so, like the, the last time, it was kind of like I it's some the fight or flight type shit took in, and I just knew like, all right, I'm going to drown if something doesn't happen. So what I ended up doing, I kept kind of my last ounce of strength, whatever, I kept kind of splashing. I I managed to reach the edge, and I pulled myself up. And I was basically hanging up there with my arms for like, you know, I don't know, 30 seconds or something. And then they finally reached me. And they started to help me. I was already like kind of pulling myself up, like my upper torso out of it. But I was like completely kind of drained, right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of helped throw my legs or whatever. And we're sitting up there. And they're like, well, I guess that didn't work. <laughs> well, here's the thing that there was a, a lifeguard on duty. There was? There was a lifeguard on duty. And I, and so, and I kind of like, once the oxygen came back to my brain, it kind of dawned on me, and I and I and I remember I gave like this real evil stare. I look over and I see the lifeguard, like he's he's at the like halfway point of the pool. I even remember on the side he was on, unless I'm you know making shit up. But and he's he's chatting it up with the little cute thing, like. And I remember looking at him, and I was like, if I had any any ounce of energy left in my body, I would just go over and smack him. You know, he mm-hmm. was much older than me, but it was like just anger would have taken him. But I, I just had no energy. So once I kind of started recovering, the guys were like. All right, let's go to the sauna. So we went in and sat in the sauna for a while, and, mm-hmm. and then that's kind of where. But that was the worst that I, I nearly drowned. Mm-hmm. It's like you were actually almost there. No, yeah, I was like, I saw the light, and it was like step into the light, my son. Is like, dude, I'm I'm like agnostic. <laughs> this is very <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how to swim. Um, kind of other like abnormalities. Like I've never broken any bones. I think we've kind of I don't know if we recorded, but. We were hanging out. I kind of mentioned one. One, I've sprained ankles. I had uh, my motorcycle flip and landed on my, on uh, my left leg. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, it, it was real ugly sprain for like I limped for for a good couple months, but I didn't break any bones. Um, I guess you and you and Mark never broke any bones, right? Yeah, but I never did anything stupid. Well, I did lots of stupid things, just not incredibly dangerous stupid things. Like ride a motorcycle and like. Uh, Get angry. That's a story for another day, but fly across some gravel like way too fast. And yeah, it wasn't like intentional, by the way. But yeah, the, the, that's the worst accident I've had on my motorcycle where it flipped and landed on my left leg. And and this just shows you how a true biker I am. My immediate thought was like, is the bike okay? Like, I didn't give a <laughs> shit about me. Like, I made sure the bike was up and and I couldn't get it started. And I, I figured because the, the fluids were like all on one side, you know what I mean? So after a couple of tries and like let the the oil and the gasoline kind of go back to the, its proper levels. Then you kick right back up. And then after that, it was kind of like, man, my leg is on fire. And then it was like, oh, the 
the bike landed on it, of course. Oh, it literally is on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's on fire. Uh, put it out, man. But um, so I've never broken any bones, even. Though, and I used to hop, I used to hop on roofs a lot, or hop off roofs when I was a kid. We used to sit on them, but we never, we were never stupid enough to jump off of them. You climbed up it like um, we got a ladder. Responsibly, yeah. Well, see, I'd get the ladder up, but like to get down, it's a lot faster than just jumping. <laughs> the last time I jumped a roof was here in Fresno. 12 years ago maybe something like that where it was uh the first house we moved into that we rented it was one story but i was up on the roof doing something and you know it had been years since i hopped the roof and i remember looking at the ground and i was like he doesn't look that high so i jumped off immediately regretted it but i hit it at an angle where i kind of slid so i i hit and i was like my legs were fine but i, I hit and i slid a little bit and so like like I broke my butt, not didn't break my, butt, but like I hit my my butt hit landing, so I kind of had this weird like little uh, butt shock, you know, like <laughs> I'll, I'll eat my bottom or something, you know. Uh, but yeah, I've never broken any bones. Um, and lately, I've been kind of, you know, it, it ties in a lot with like my knees. I I got shitty knees because I used to do a lot of stuff. I got a terrible back because I used to I used to be a hunchback like in my teens. That goes with the self esteem stuff where. I just was kind of hunchback, and kind of the more I think about it, it seems like lately my body's just breaking down, so I don't know, Beth, you think maybe, I know I'm a giant-ass alien, but you think maybe I could be an alien? Well, that would explain those gills on the side of your head. Well, like, uh, so then I come from, now, wait a minute, now you're throwing a wrench in it, because, so I come from, like, a water planet, but I can't swim, so maybe our, our atmosphere on Earth is just too dense? Well, just because, you know... You breathe through gills on your home planet doesn't mean there's water there. It could be something else. It could be just like the atmosphere is that bad that the so gills. So you're just trying to put a, a Earth identity to this planet. This thing. facade. Like King and, and Kodos when they're like the president and they're holding mm-hmm. hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gills and the third eye—that would make a lot more sense now. Yeah, that's why I have the bangs. You know, I always have. The, you always wonder why I have the bangs. I kind of—I thought it was just the weird pimple that just never went away. But <laughs> who knows, man? And I also feel it's weird to me because, like, much like ET, the the movie, the extra testicles were that might have been a point. No, that that was a Chicha Chon movie. Extra testicles. E.T. Eddie Torres, the extra testicle. What is that like a? From that's the that's album? a Cheech and Chong movie. Well, it's from a Cheech and Chong movie. Um, still smoking. Oh shit! I don't know. Still smoke is one of. Oh no, wait. Up and smoke is. One. I don't. I Up don't... and smoke is like an actual movie. Movie. Yeah. Uh, still smoking is kind of like a clip movie of some of their. Roll the tape. Okay. Yeah. Well, because they're doing they're doing a show in variety show Amsterdam or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and they're talking about, oh, which sketch should we use, you know, for for our show? And they start talking about different sketches and then goes to that sketch. And, oh, that's cool. So they show it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Cheech is like, I came up with a new one. He's called E.T. Eddie Torres, the extra testicle. And he got a, he made himself a, a costume. It's basically just a long shirt. It says E.T. on it. Yeah. And it's got three little loops done at the bottom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the extra testicle. That's funny. That's yeah. real funny. I didn't know that. That's a good yeah. drop. Well, the extra testicles, I guess, but it, I don't know. It, it's, I connect way better with animals for some reason. I've been one of those kind of like, watch out, that dog is very unfriendly. And somehow, you know, I connect with them. Cats, too. I, I'm a big cat fan. Um, I hate cats. Yeah, with the passion. <laughs> well, they're soulless bastards. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. You I'm also them? allergic to them. So. Yeah? Like, yeah. completely? Oh, I don't know. That. Yeah, I can't be around. 
cats for like five minutes before I start sneezing. Shoot, that's crazy. My wow. brother has a cat, and my best friend's got three cats. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the two numbers like. So, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, I'm good with animals and kids. Like for some reason, I'm one of those that the kids are like, oh, it's hard to get the baby down and. They just kind of connect with me, and I I really don't know what because it's like maybe I figure because I'm um, so immature that I'm on their I'm basically <laughs> emotionally on their level, or maybe it's even more like where they look at me and you know they get a superiority complex. We're like, look at this doofus. He like he's a grown. He's got beer on his face, and he you know, and he's still quoting Simpsons. <laughs> Shouldn't he be like dealing with IRAs and four hundred one ks? And it's like. You know, I, I don't know. And especially I watched like baby geniuses and talk about feeling inept. Like they was just like these kids are building <laughs> rockets and, and I'm over here trying try not to shit myself, you know. Did I tell you that story I shit myself earlier this year? Anyway, that's I don't think we have time for that story. But so I connect with kids a lot more. Like E. T. If you remember E. T., you know, the little boy Elliot and all that cool stuff. Yeah. So the evidence is kind of striking. Now that you think about it, the more it builds up, like um, or how about like Alf? You know, he he. Well, he likes uh, cats, yeah. but he's trying to eat cats, right? Yeah, he. They were his favorite dish. Yeah. <laughs> were you an Alf fan? We did watch it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember anything anything of it now, it? but I do remember watching it, and I remember how his voice sounds. He had that kind of almost like yeah. bassy kind of, and 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 it, and it had that that inflection in it. You know? And what was what was the name of the dad? And he I always he always like said his name in a weird way and oh man it's been he always said the dad's name alf like alf you know the family he was staying with yeah yeah. like the way the way the alf said the dad's name which the the more you think of it it's very much like harry and the hendersons right kind of yeah fucking rip off alf's uh, i never i I used to watch it too but i kind of didn't like it my family liked harry and the hendersons but yeah so i remember them watching it and but i never really paid much attention to it with Sasquatch, but if you watch like the movie, especially he's got that that expression on his face is awesome. Mm-hmm. He has this very like innocent like he's I like Harry Anderson mm-hmm. way more than Alf, and Alf has that weird kind of scrotum nose, you know. Weird... <laughs> um, but I hear he's back in pog form. <laughs> Oops, this is like the eighth. <laughs> this should be oh we, we said that before. Keep a tally. Yeah, they have a tally. Like, and we have a little button with like. Ding! Another like you know their bell, like those little uh, counter clicking thingies that you know. Yeah, just a little. Um, but Alf, man, um, yeah, fuck Alf. Uh, <laughs> but I remember it was around the same era. Do you remember another show, Small Wonder? Oh yeah, Dude, I, I, I was Small all Wonder. about the the little Vicky, robot man. robot girl. Yeah, like the I guess well they had a boy right, they had a son. Yeah, but he wasn't a robot. Yeah, yeah, but so what was the whole point like? Because I was gonna say that they wanted a child, but they couldn't conceive, so they made their own. I think the the dad. Built Work. robots for a living. So he made a girl Maybe they robot? wanted a daughter. And God. so he'd like, man, I don't know. I, I used to watch it when I was a kid. I haven't seen anything about it recently, so I can't remember really the basis of the show. See, but I have fond memories about that way more than Alf because Alf Because I, I remember they'd like every now and then they'd turn her around and open up her back yeah. and like tinker Cause, cause, with her. Because she turned like evil Vicky and all that crazy yeah. shit. It was like, oh, I see like uh, you have it set to evil or whatever. <laughs> There's a Simpsons reference. Yeah. Yeah, it was all, I was all about uh, Small Wonder and um, Punky Brewster. I think Punky was a little before that, wasn't it? Like a, a, little, a little bit. Not but, much. Yeah, yeah but I, those are things that I love to watch as a kid. Yeah, I, I, I never watched Punky Brewster, but I do know of it. Mm-hmm. So I know about that. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I feel like it's almost like my host body is, is leaving. And so I have a weird memory, like, I don't know if I've mentioned before, I even told you, but when I was born, like, 
within the first year, I was de- I was almost dead, right? Like I was a few months old. My other sister wasn't born yet, and my mom was giving me a bath, and I turned blue. She said I turned completely blue, where I basically stopped breathing. I basically almost died of pneumonia. Like I was at the hmm. hospital. Like when my dad showed up, I had all these tubes everywhere through every orifice, and uh, oh wait, no mouth. Uh, Anus and, and ear or whatever. And he's like, wait, no. And he's like mixing them up. Um, <laughs> this one goes in your mouth. This one goes in your mouth. This one goes in your ear. <laughs> Gross. And this one goes in your ear. This one goes up your butt. Up your butt. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. This one goes in your mouth. <sighs> After you already put them everywhere, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, but so it feels like like that's sort of maybe I took over that. Land. I don't know. It feels like maybe I was put on earth to observe and, and kind of report. Because a lot of stuff that kind of connects like – you know, one of my favorite movies is Mars Attacks. You ever see Mars Attacks? With, uh, I know Jack of Nicholson? it, but I Tim Burton, never I actually see it. Yeah. And uh, or what about like 2001 A Space Odyssey? Well, everyone knows of that, but I still haven't. What about it. the famous song, the Thus Spake Zarathustra? That dun, mm-hmm. Dun, mm-hmm. Dun, the famous. I, I remember movie. it being parodied at the beginning of a Mel Brooks movie, History of the World. Ah, I have to watch that, man. That's one of my like gotta watch. He's still it's alive, like our. our yeah, yeah, he's really he's really old, but he's yeah. still alive. And but um, yeah, it starts out you see all of the apes. Oh yeah, and on the bottom says our forefathers, and they stand up straight, and you hear this the song. Yeah, and then they immediately Ta-da. start jerking off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I, I mean, can't say I didn't expect that from a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny movie, though. It's it's one of those like uh, there's a few Monty Pythons that I haven't watched that I need to watch. Uh, what's the one where where um is he the actor that just I can't even, I'm bad with names, but the one that recently died this year, but where, where he keeps eating, and he keeps getting fat, and he keeps ballooning. Oh God, yeah, that that was Terry Jones, and he he did just recently pass ah, away. Um, but fuck um, 2020. <laughs> yeah. But oh God, that's like my least favorite sketch by them. It's like it's just so gross. But that's in yeah. um. The Meaning of Life. Yeah, The Meaning of Life. That's the one I haven't watched. And I've got it on DVD. You can borrow it if you want, if you're actually going to watch it. But I'm um, sure it's on well, Netflix something. Yeah, like yeah, I think it is. It's Netflix or Hulu, one of those two. But um, it, it's kind of, I mean, if I had seen, because there's History of the World, or not History of the World, um, Meaning of Life, um, Life of Brian. and Life of Brian. Yeah. And those movies are good of them, you know, you know, as standalones. But the problem was, I saw Holy Grail first, and that was a masterpiece. Well, I mean, even Life of Brian is pretty good. Like, um, you know, it, it's a it's a funny premise. It really is. Um, just you know, someone who grew up alongside Jesus, but he has a lot of the same experiences Jesus <laughs> yeah. had. But he was he wasn't. But he was just kind of like the they were the they were right? down the street. They yeah. lived down the street from Jesus. So they got the wrong guy. He's like, I'm not this. I'm not that guy or whatever. Yeah, but it's a funny premise, this, and it does stand on its own. But you know, mm. it, you know, I saw Holy Grail first, and so it's like, oh, those other movies, they're not as good. Yeah, you got the 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 um, the rabbits, um, the Black Knight. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I mean, it starts just that's what makes it legendary. Where because of the budget, they're walking around like with the. The, the coconuts, coconuts. <laughs> yeah, for the horse. So there's a guy running behind with the coconut. What's well, fun? So funny about that is the build up because the movie starts. You just see this hill, and yeah. you start to hear the horse galloping. Oh, you don't yeah. see anything, and you expect to see you know someone crest that hill on a horse, and he crests the hill, and he's just got coconuts. <laughs> yeah, the guy the, behind the, him just the, yeah. Walking, yeah, and he's just like and and uh, the the main guy or 
Yeah, King Arthur. King Arthur, yeah. He's like galloping like he's on yeah. a horse. <laughs> yeah, he's even got his hand out like he's holding oh, he on is, the reins. Yeah. <laughs> there's not even any fake reins or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I grew up watching that movie. And it's, there's a Weird Al lyric from a song called White and Nerdy. Oh, and yeah. uh, he says, I memorized Holy Grail really well. I could recite it right now. That is me. <laughs> I know that whole movie by heart, and if somebody starts quoting something, I have to finish like the whole movie. Yeah, yeah and it like really the... sucks if they start quoting something from the beginning <laughs> of the movie because you got to do the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the classic, you know. Um, and, and so they have those lines that are very like simple, but they tie into everything. You know, like oh, tis but a scratch. You know, mm-hmm, with the... mm-hmm. or I remember I used to hear that, and they did on the Simpsons with the nerd. Oh, um, I don't know, fucking. I'm gonna have to pay a lot of royalty to the Simpsons. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Fuck, bleep all this. But <laughs> the classic when you know the we are the knights who say me. I remember I saw that and I thought it was funny. And then uh, what we does Homer are... say? Homer's like <laughs> nerds. Or he just goes nerds. Like he just he has no idea what they're referencing. But it's just yeah, he just kind of chuckles. And then we watch the movie. It's great, you know. Oh, well, I, I like the classic. Like uh, what is it? You know, like I fart in your general direction. I fart in your general direction. Yeah, the He's the taunting knight, French knights. The French knights. Yeah. yeah. It's I think of that all the time. I've got a, a special edition DVD of that. It's got all these extra features on it. And um, one of the little featurettes on the extra features, um, they go to all the filming locations. Oh, cool. Where they, uh, it was Terry Jones and Michael Palin. Oh, okay. And uh, they shot about 90% of the movie in one castle uh, they just yeah. moved to different areas of the castle and like did different the things outside. to change the rooms yeah, yeah. like uh, all the different castles they go to with the exception of one in the movie is all the same castle just a different area of it so they did two castles total because mm-hmm. oh, okay. they did the one where they shot a bunch of stuff at and at the very end they go to a different castle like that's out in the middle of a lake hmm. which is where they're supposed to find the holy grail Oh, okay. And that was a different castle just because of, you know, the location and they needed something different. So, Cause, yeah, because there's one where they go and there's like a bunch of women there and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. castle Anthrax. That, yeah, that was part of all the same, yeah. the same castle. And they, they visited that castle and um, in the gift shop, they have the script, uh, the book that's the script of the Holy Grail oh, in the gift shop at the castle. And they, so they bought it and they're like kind of going through and reading. It. Was it accurate? That would have been. The yeah, worst. it was accurate. It's like the, it, it looked like, you know, the um, typewriter typed yeah. up yeah, script. Like, and uh, the act or the, the character and then, you know, his, his. Yeah. Do you have that book? I don't. I might have to look that up. That might be a, a good uh, Christmas gift. Yeah, I have gift. to go to England and. Was it? I think it was in Scotland. Scotland, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's where all the castles are. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that they're like, oh look, look, they got this here. It's so cool. <laughs> so they yeah, had to cool buy it. They were surprised by it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's more okay. So I like those kind of movies, and I like Independence Day. Except I was rooting oh, for God. the alien, by the way. Um, I like um the aliens movie. Duh. Um, oh, with uh, and then Ripley was real on there. But, uh, Sigourney Weaver? Oh, Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Now, Susan Sarandon's in that other Aliens movie, um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, shoot, man. We see, we just talked about this, so I gotta mm-hmm. watch this. I, I had you, no idea you, it was an alien. I just thought it was Yeah, they're, they're aliens. Um, But, you know, the other part you said is true, but they're all aliens. Yeah, well, that's what I know. And it all comes, it really all comes out at the end. It ties. I, I, I gotta show you, like, a, a different 
part of the movie. Like once we're done, it's, it's, it, we love that movie so much in my family. So well, it's, like I'm very open minded. Like it's, it's just that it's it's musical and musicals are very hard to me. After a while, it's like quit singing, just get to the get to the freaking plot. You know? I mean, like, it's not like you know. Rodgers and Hammerstein's musicals where they seen a lot of the plot. It's like you kind of go through the plot and have songs that go along with it. But like, um, what's that one? um, um, What's the one with like the two, the Jets and the Sharks? Oh, West Side Story. West Side Story, yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Like, Maria. As soon as I I hear like. I met a girl named Maria. Is that the first one or something? That's part of it. Oh. Whenever I hear like musical, my brain just shuts off. You know, mm. it's one of like. But, I, but you like music. Yeah, but it's like it's that's a certain style of music, I guess. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's a good thing about Rocky Horror Picture Show then, because the style of music used in that isn't like normal musicals. It's rock. It's it's, really... it's freaking Tim Curry, man. Yeah, see, that was kind of. Uh, and he's got an amazing voice. Oh, I thought you were gonna say an amazing rack. <laughs> <laughs> he he does have very nice legs in that movie. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> It's funny because probably about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, um, there's there's a place in the Tower District, the Academy of Arts, and they were putting on a play of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, sure. And uh, we went, me and my brother and um, a couple oh. of my friends. And what really made Rocky Horror Picture Show really popular back in the 70s is there was a lot of audience participation. Well, it was a cult, it's a cult classic, right? Like, it, was, yeah. it didn't... Break records when it first came out. It got like a tepid response, but people were like, people responded to it really viewings. well. Yeah, like um, people would come in costume, um, like, and there are different things people would do at different parts of the movie that tied in. Like, you know, um, there's a part where one of the um, one of the characters yells, "Great Scott!" and everyone threw toilet paper. Scott toilet paper. Scott. Oh, okay. Or you know, <laughs> right you away know, I thought Back to the Future, but. Or so anyway, but um, when we went to this play at the Academy of Arts, um, was it packed? Ha- was there a lot of people? Yeah, it was packed, yeah. and um, they sold little um, audience participation kits. They're like twenty dollars, and they had instructions and like certain things you were supposed to use at certain times. Like there's a, oh, a part cool. where um, the the hero and the heroine get stuck out in the rain, so they gave and they're covering up with a newspaper. So they gave everyone a newspaper. Oh, that's funny. And the song's called uh, "There's a Light," and so they gave you glue sticks. So you put the newspaper on your head and hold up glue sticks. And oh wow, so and it's like multi-layer. Um, yeah, yeah there's there's like a whole bunch of different things. They gave some toilet paper for the great Scott. They I can't remember what they were for, but there's little gummy. Um, no, they're little gummy hot dogs. Mm. You, you know, oh, yeah. you've seen the, those candies. Yeah, yeah. And um, the main like shit, but... villain, I guess, his name's Frankenfurter. So when he comes out, or someone says Frankenfurter, you threw threw it down, and like people came and like cleaned things up real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was but I remember when we went to go see that, we were like, I hope that the guy they got to play Frankenfurter, who was Tim Tim Curry's character. Oh, okay. Uh, whoever they got to play Frankenfurter has to just. You know, he's got to nail the character and he's got to have nice legs. Because, <laughs> yeah, because Tim Curry had really nice legs in that movie. And so the guy they got to play him nailed him. He was great. Yeah. He he had the attitude. He had the, the legs. He had, you know. Real curly he, hair, right? Yeah, think, yeah. Yeah. And he, it it was perfect. It was, it was such a good performance. Oh, see, no, I just kind of confused myself because I, I was thinking – when you mentioned the throwing stuff, I was thinking like uh, it was on a projector, but I was like, oh, no way, you said it was a play. So like, well, the one we went to was a play. Yeah. But when they played him in theaters with the projectors, 
That's people what... would still do that. Oh, okay. Like back okay. in the seventies. Yeah. Because it's it actually started out as a stage play in England before oh, okay. they adapted it to. Damn, you know the history. I, I do. To it. I do. Yeah. It started out as a stage play in England, and then they made a movie adaptation of it. Yeah. And that's really what took off here in the states. That's but... where it gets tricky where they do like, it's a, a a play or it's a movie of a play. Of a, I don't know, you know, it gets like it moves all these formats, you know, mm-hmm. and it gets kind of confusing. You you really got to see it every October. It's a tradition in my family that me, and my brother, and my mom we get together and watch that movie. Yeah, it's I've seen it through growing up. You know, before I was sort of as open minded, but again, the whole musical part, and I don't even know why I know it's a musical. I can't even think of any scene, but for some reason, my brain just knows it's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those that I just pick up stuff. And uh, Tim Curry's pretty cool. I don't I don't know he was in it. My kind of beginning with Tim Curry was in Home Alone, Home Alone 2, mm-hmm, which is like, mm-hmm. it's not even like, it's a small role, really, but he's the villain, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Back when I was little, little, this was probably like around 1986, something. Yeah. Um, no, it probably came out late 80s. Before you it, were Beth, the Supreme Deity? Yeah, Supreme. I, I was just little Beth. <laughs> but um, there was a movie called The Worst Witch. Okay. And it's got right. oh, I can never remember her name. It's got that girl she was in um she was in The Water Boy as, you know, his love interest in the I don't know. If oh, she has a, a real She's got funky those, name. Yeah, she was in The Craft. Yeah, like Teresa um, but she has a weird like But she's got very piercing eyes. Yeah. You, know, you know who very I'm talking intense. about. Yeah, yeah. But she was in that as a, crush on her, yeah. she was a child. Okay, and she was in that as a, as a, a child, and she was the worst witch. And how does she look as a kid? Oh, I gotta look up the picture. You like, gotta you gotta look up the movie. It's, and, it's hilarious, but yeah. um, it's it's a lot like Harry Potter. It's a academy for witches. Oh, okay. And you know they have to learn witchy things, doing spells, writing potions, brooms, yeah. potions, yeah. things like that. But um, you know she's the worst witch. She screws everything up. Oh, okay. But at the very end, they're getting this. It's a huge thing for the school. They're getting a a visit from like the grand wizard or the grand yeah. master or something like that. Or something. Yeah. yeah, but um, he's like the most powerful wizard in the world. But it's Tim Curry. Oh. And I gotta I gotta send you this video because it's hilarious. But he's he's singing and he's got a really good voice. He's actually got albums out. Wait, is that a a musical? No. no? Okay. He just happens to sing that one. Yeah. He he just sings this big song at the end. To and it's it's hilarious. It's about Halloween, but it's so eighties and cheesy Synth- and synthy. Do, 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 kind synth- of, but nice. it's just just the graphics they used. It's I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, it so, can't really been be described, but it's hilarious. So like he comes out, and you know it's it's live action, and then it turns into like a, like you know CG. It's like a blue, bad blue screen. Oh, perfect. That's the <laughs> bad best blue kind, screen. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, you know, oh my gosh, it's the Grand Wizard. And he's like, you know, the guy. And Well, and he, well he's young, or he was young at that point. So mm-hmm. did they age him or no? He just... No, he was he was like, you know, mid-20s. Oh, so he's a mid-20, like, well, I guess because witches Well, I mean, wizards age. and witches, they yeah. don't always age the same. See, that's why Harry Potter's bullshit, because you got like Dumbledore who looks like... He, you know, he, like he drinks Miralax all day. Miralax? Metamisa, yeah, I always... I mean, you know, I'm not... I don't dislike Harry Potter, but I'm not like totally into it like a lot of people are. So I always say, you know, like, <laughs> oh, Harry Potter's just a rip off of the worst witch. And they're like, the what? Oh, that's funny. It totally is, though. Because, I mean, it's the whole school. <laughs> yeah, because it's a, it's a dormitory school. Yeah. It's go. all girls, but um, 
same premise. Yeah, it's the same premise. Man, our whole lives are alive. Well, I mean, if I was a big Harry Potter fan, it would have been different. I was a pothead, as he called him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, all right, so that's anyway. cool. That's some of your your movies that you liked. Um, I was just back back to the plot. Yeah. Back to the plot. <laughs> well, as a kid, too, I remember, I think I mentioned our clothing. I don't know if it was an episode with my sister, but I had that rocket spaceship onesie. Oh, yeah. And I I wore it till I was way too old. Like, it was almost reaching up to my elbow, like the arm, and it was <laughs> sleeves. They were, like, long sleeves. Um, and even now, I need... I call it a pap smear, but I need. A, I thought you said even now I still wear it. Even though I still wear, it, yeah, it's like just a, like a just puppet. wrap it around your head. Yeah, just like tie it where it's tearing off. But I have. Wait a, a minute, what about pap smears? Oh yeah, pap smear. Well, I call it pap smear, but I have what, uh, what they call a CPAP, which is I can't remember oh. the acronym, but it's a machine that helps you breathe. Like and I, because apparently sometimes your your body doesn't. And that's why I think my body's turning because I got to use a CPAP. I've had to use it for like a little over a year when I sleep. But to be honest, when I don't use it, nice. Yeah, that's like excess <laughs> gas going from the atmosphere. That's how I'm gonna play it off, you know? Yeah. Because I'm in outer space. Because we're in outer space right now. Spoiler yeah. The the um, the mothership. The frog version of your uh, your alien persona there is trying to come out. Yeah, like, uh, but what was I talking about? Um, pap smears. Yeah, my pap smears. Um, <laughs> so I get a pap smear now, and so I have to use this damn machine to use and. I feel usually when I don't use it, those days I'm actually better off. But um, what are the kind of things? Well, I had like little, I don't know what you call it, like um, kind of premonition or something. But this actually happened. I've, I've been kind of meaning to mention it. But in, in early August, it was like very late night, August the 8th. And it was a Saturday, I believe. Um, but I was up to like 4.30 in the morning. I was like mm. doing shit, like working on something. But, you know, I was real tired. I'm trying to go to bed. And I remember as I was going to, sleep, uh, to bed, I'm thinking like, um, man, you know what? I wish even for later today I had gummy bears because I'm a big gummy bear mm-hmm. nerd. And so I was like feeding for some gummy bears. And I was like, well, it's too bad. I don't have gummy bears. So I'm lying down asleep and I kind of feel like uh, I'm being poked by something. So I'm kind of like kicking off, trying to, you know, get my, my, my bed sheets or whatever. And I found a, a gummy bear, <laughs> one long green gummy bear. And I thought like, whoa, that's fucking dope. I don't know. I in can't your remember. Sheets? Yeah. Well, like in my sheets. So it was, I had um, I had a gummy bear in the sheets with me, but I, like I can't remember the last time I had gummy bears, but I still ate it anyway because it's it's my gummy bear. But it was kind of cool that <laughs> the, the world provides, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm, mystery gummy bear. Mystery gummy bear. It's like the, the Venus de Milo, you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, there's your other reference. But so um, the more I catalog it, like uh. If you know anything about the Justice League, the cartoon with Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. but my favorite uh, Justin League guy, Justice League guy, is <laughs> Justin League. <laughs> Justin like, League. That's like the, the the counterfeit version of you know when you when you go to like to another country and you buy like a, a man man who's super or whatever, and it's like he's got the blue and the red. Yeah. And he's got like a blue or like cape. when you go to the Halloween store to buy a costume, it's like super alien or alien super person her superhero or something yeah superhero yeah it's like really generic names like there's a link one it's like woodland warrior (laughs) woodland warrior yeah that's funny (laughs) you have uh, um the man bat Mm-hmm. Even though, if you know anything, there is actually a man bat in the Batman universe. But that I'm gonna do my little like nerdy glasses thing. Like <laughs> Batman in issue 15. All right. Um. But actually, my favorite Justice Leaguer is uh Marvin or Marvin uh Martian, Martian Manhunter. Manhunter. Martian. If you know, he's green. This is it. He's just like Superman in every way, but he's not adverse to to uh, Kryptonite. 
but he's like um he could be I don't know translucent, but he could be um um uh, um make himself not solid. Like he could fly through a wall. Like if somebody throws something at him, he could like instantly become like um or he could just let it pass through him. You mm-hmm. know, so he's way better than super. He could fly. Uh, I don't think he has laser. And his his um weakness is fire. Now, there's a real effed up cartoon where. Uh, this bad guy's taking them all out, and he basically keeps them engulfed in flames. It's just man, it's messed up. But he's like my favorite, um, just leaguer. And then um, my favorite Looney Tunes character is Marvin the Martian. I, I like Marvin him. the Martian. You're making me very angry, very angry indeed. Was it the um? You just have a mouth, by the way. Uh, I I used to know it. The Pewter Pew Thirty Six Explosive Space Modulator. Oh, what is Which is basically a stick of dynamite. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to use it to blow up the Earth because it obstructs my view of Venus. <laughs> wow, man. I, I have all those on DVD. <laughs> but yet you're still a Disney fan, but whatever. Um, well, I never said I disliked Looney Tunes. I just like both. <laughs> Why not both? Uh, my, my favorite cartoon that's from the recent era is a Rick and Morty. Mm, you yeah, you always talk about talk about that to me. Yeah, you got Rick Sanchez and uh, uh, Morty. Uh, I forgot his last name. Morty Sanchez, I'm guessing. Is his well, their their uncle, uncle and nephew, right? Yeah, yeah, it is his mom. But so they're always traveling to different uh, planets and doing all these kooky adventures. And they were made as a parody of um, uh, Doc Brown and Marty McFly. I can see is, that. Yeah. So it's like, but basically like a, a, a drunk version. Cause he's always drinking, right? Mm-hmm. So it's he's Doc, but he's um, um he's Rick. So like Rick Sanchez, the the scientist, he's a brilliant guy. And then uh, you have Marty McFly from uh, Back to the Future, but he's Morty, whatever Sanchez, Morty Sanchez, and he's very nervous. It's, it's a real funny show, but yeah, like I love that cartoon. Um, my favorite music album of all time, you know, I have a very wide genre, but uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. So, I mean, uh, my favorite book since a kid and growing up, or a favorite kid's book, is uh, Good Night Moon. <laughs> you remember that book? It's Yeah. Good. It's, I've been trying to find it for Lily since since she was born. But... Go to one of the, like, the bookstores. They got to yeah, have Yeah, but they, they ha- because it's a classic, it's like more than I want to spend. Oh, really? Yeah. A bunch of jerk. Probably eBay or Barnes & Noble yeah. or something. Uh, let's wrap this up because we're getting going. Um, but my favorite snacks, I love moon pies or I love a Milky Way or Mars bars. Mm. Those are the only ones. Like I don't like none of the other ones. What about what's your favorite candy bar? It's Halloween. It's topical. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> oh to God, um, I've got lots. Uh, probably Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. You know what Reese's or, or Reese's peanut butter cups? Mm-hmm. You mean the ones that are shaped like a spaceship? Ah, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite meal to eat, like out and about, you know, you got your fast food places, is uh, Denny's Moons Over My Hammy. <laughs> you mentioned it the other day, but you like the um, the big slam. What's it called? The Grand Slam. The Grand Slam, yeah. Yeah, we said something about Grand Slam. You're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, breakfast at Denny's. <laughs> do you actually, do you like Grand Slams? Just it's like way a... too much food for me. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, like snacks? Yeah, because it's like, you know, the eggs, bacon, sausage, hash browns, pancakes, and toast. It's like, that, that is way too much for me. Oh, so, okay, and I got my cartoons, right, as a kid, or I mean, it's an adult cartoon, Rick and Morty, but my classic show that I love is uh, Mork and Mindy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the great... Nano, Nano. Yeah, Nano, yeah, see, rest in peace, Ron Williams. I love Ron mm-hmm. Williams. Um, Miss Rainbow Suspenders. Yeah. He always had rainbow suspenders. 
Yeah, man. That was that wasn't this year, so I guess the, the wounds are still mm-hmm. fresh. But I'm I'm a big Robin Williams fan. But that was his breakout role, I guess. Where, and it was a um, a spinoff show from something else, right? I, can't I don't know. What it was. I can't. I want to say All in the Family. I don't know. I don't that's, think so. That's but... before our time. That's like seven, we, it's like we grew up with reruns. So I don't know if you mm-hmm. watch like Brady Bunch all that kind of kooky stuff. Bosom but, buddies. Bosom but yeah, we did talk about Odom Shank <laughs> with Bosom Buddies. <laughs> uh, if you don't, that's a that's a very dope like meta joke because it's like it's actually a, a famous uh, actor, a great actor, mm. and it's a Simpsons. Uh, I reference. think I think Odom Shank's one of my all time favorite actors. He, if you don't like Odom Shank, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm basically, I'm I'm go, like I'm trying to like, keep this kind of like not PC, but like keep it um, PG thirteen all 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 uh, all ages. But you know what? Fuck you, man. If you don't like Autumn Shank, yeah, you know if you don't like Tom Hanks, like we're just gonna go. He he, <laughs> he does comedy. He does action. He does drama. He does like I fucking love um I, the whole this year twenty. This is a good time twenty twenty the the COVID year the the coronavirus year. Uh, he got him and his wife Rita Wilson. They got coronavirus early in the year. He was Did one of the very early, yeah one of the very, you didn't know one uh-huh. of the very early people and you know they were like quarantine and they survived and basically they came out like look you assholes not like that because that's not Odom Shank no but, no but basically like if you're not gonna wear a mask on pulling you go fuck yourself because like because mm-hmm. they lived through it and they almost died so yeah if if you're gonna be one of these like crazy people like you go fuck yourself man mm-hmm. but yeah don't don't you dare you could kill a lot of people in this world like. I'm giving you, you know, free free reign and, and me being an alien, like I'm all for that, you know, mass uh, annihilation, but don't you dare murder. Even in our planet, we love Odom Shank. That's what mm-hmm, I'm saying. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If if everyone else on Earth gets destroyed by aliens, Odom Shank will be saved. Yeah, I, they'll be the last one standing. <laughs> Him and Rita Wilson, man. They're fucking just a, a, they're just awesome people, man. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. do a lot of stuff for their fans. Uh but I guess finally in Something that came with since, I don't know when it came out, early 90s, but one of my favorite books of all time, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. <laughs> I, maybe that's why I'm so bad at, uh, that's why I think I'm so bad at Earth Earth relationships, even though I watched the documentary, Earth Girls Are Easy. I've had a real hard <laughs> time trying to, huh? <laughs> a documentary. A documentary. <laughs> yeah, I, I took notes, it had Jim Carrey, we talked about it before, we're not going to yeah. go all into it, but you had all these uh, tie-ins and some reason it didn't work for me, so I call bullshit on it. But yeah, men are from Earth, women are from Venus. What about your favorite B fifty two song? Um, I almost said Love Shack, but I would like for it to be Love Shack. But it's um, well, it was gonna be on my next uh, playlist, but I forgot the name of it. Planet Claire. Planet Claire, yeah. That, that's my favorite song by the B fifty two. It's so good, man. B fifty twos. That's why, like, there and then this is like we're gonna start kind of cataloging. So all right, we gotta wrap this up real quick, but mm-hmm. um. We're going to kind of spread out, and there's going to be all my notes, my observations from different genres, different eras. We're going to do some Disney stuff. So um, I guess, Beth, you're kind of our, our, mm. our Earth contact. That's kind of where we're. <laughs> so now it's kind of, it's now I've discovered all these weird notes. I've cataloged a lot of stuff. That's why I collect all these books. Like, why else would I have Small Wonder on DVD? You know, <laughs> it is by no means a classic uh, uh, TV show, but it's one that's kind of. Uh, near and dear to my heart but uh yeah b-52s are for sure they're alien there's no way you could say they're from this planet Nah, nah. you don't wear beehive hairdo in the 80s for fuck's sake man come on <laughs> and if you listen to any of his songs love shack like uh rock lobster like there's no way that's you tell me what genre they're in and, and you're wrong i'm not even gonna let you answer like and they have that that's on rome it's just basically about you know going off and exploring and Oh, I gotta put that on the plate. I didn't know oh, that song. If you want to, 
Oh man, that sounds so good. When I was a kid, I heard that song. I thought it was about the the place Rome. Yeah, Rome, Italy. Rome, Italy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rome, Italy. Oh, you didn't see the spelling, huh? No, it was I, I was R-O-A. I was a kid. I didn't know how to read. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's you're yeah, like uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I don't think that's in Rome, is it? But like the Colosseum or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm no geologist. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you know, as someone who's as someone who's <laughs> been observing, that's why I'm stuck on this damn planet. You know, that, that's why. Like, of all the shit that I'm supposed to be observing, I don't know what's left from right. And one of my favorite movies, uh, I throw that, but Signs, where the aliens come to Earth to a planet that's seventy percent water, but we're allergic to water. You know, and that's why I think I've nearly drowned because I'm allergic to water. I shouldn't be in water anyway. That and I don't want to see my hideous host body. So I'm trying to find a nice, sexier, svelte body. One that has hair, by the way. Um, <laughs> and maybe maybe his knees and his back is in better shape. Because, yeah, this is the year that I've been trying to get off this planet. So now I'm just trying to send those distress signals. Because, like, look, we got the COVID virus. I can't be here anymore, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, trying to send that ET phone home bullshit. It's garbage. I got the play school set up in the little... Uh, speak and say and it's not working for me so i'm kind of stuck on this planet so we got to make the most of it i guess beth and uh and it's like um you ever seen the movie coneheads oh yeah, yeah. oh come on yeah coneheads for sure. yeah they, they were just marooned on this planet it had to wait like what 30 years before someone could come pick them up oh man so that's pr- basically you you got marooned here and you're waiting just for your mothership to come back and get you they didn't give me a date that's the worst part yeah. so i'm just sitting there stuck so i gotta make the most of it so let's see what kind of observations we could get um my favorite for coneheads uh next week i'll bring in chewing gum right. <laughs> if you don't know that reference then look it up you jackasses i mean sorry you jive asses <laughs> jive all right so i guess this is your wait does that mean me less jive ass or more jive ass now that i'm aware that i'm an alien i don't know um i think you're more jive ass oh shit the the jivier ass your uh alien this is your jiviest the jive i'm trying to become the jiviest assiest alien uh, <laughs> but this is your for, so for right now i'm just your, your your alien so but all right guys let's wrap this up but um so this is your your alien uh, that i just found out so i'm kind of shocked it's kind of find my yeah i gotta get back to my earth parents kind of see what what's up with that because if you don't know Superman, he, he was marooned on this planet. Uh, he came from Krypton, if you don't know. And his, his Earth parents, his adoptive parents. And so I got to get with my adoptive parents and find out where the hell is my eight-hour porno tape. Let's <laughs> see how that ties into my alienations. But uh, these are, you're, oh, perfect timing. All right, hold on. We got we to gotta run because we're getting chased away by this fucking, uh, who's, who's cutting the grass on a Sunday morning? Seriously. Or midday. <laughs> but this is your jivious ass, he is alien, Tony Chava, with my Earth co-host. Beth, the supreme deity. BTSD, uh, signing off and heading back to the mothership. So tune in, guys. We'll see you next time. You forgot the toodles. Oh, toodles. <laughs> <laughs>